Welcome to Pivot Talks with PC. My name is Pauline Caballero, and we're talking change. It isn't coming. It's here. Hey, everyone. Welcome. I'm super excited today for our guest, Jennifer Dwyer. Well, actually, you have a new name now. Jennifer (laughs) Bennington. Bennington. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So... (laughs) Jen and I have known each other for so long, over a decade, and um, it's really a great honor and pleasure to have her here. Jen, I don't know, what do you want to say about yourself and your introduction? So yeah, you just touched on, I feel like a lot of people listening to this will know me as Jen Dwyer. And when did I get married? I got married last September, so kind of the end of the wedding season before COVID hit. Um, so I'm now Jennifer Binnington, but I never really know what to call myself. So like my website's Jen Dwyer. I kind of go by Jen Binnington on Instagram. I'm like sort of in that transition phase. Um, and what do I want people to know about me? I guess first off, how I know you is I'm a yoga teacher. Um, I'm the owner of a yoga studio up in Muskoka that for many, many years was Power Yoga Canada Muskoka. And that just recently um, has been rebranded to the Boathouse Yoga Company. That happened about maybe a month ago, three weeks ago. So an exciting transition. And I am a mom. My daughter is going to be one this month, which is crazy. Um, And I'll also say that I'm a writer, even though I don't think I've written a word in like maybe 14 months. But that is a big part of my life. It's just kind of on on a shelf for right now. I love that. I know the, you have many trades, many doing. I mean, and um, you sort of touched on it, Jen, that we've, we've known each other for quite some time and we know each other through Power Yoga Canada. And one of the reasons why I wanted to have this conversation today is really the pivot that you just mentioned in moving and transitioning your brand and more importantly, I sort of wanted to talk about listening to the gentle whispers of your heart. And we sort of touch upon that in the book, Pivot um, Under Eye for Intuition. And Jen and I had a, I mean, Jen was part of our group of studios. And as she mentioned, she recently transitioned. And I was hoping that we could have a conversation about what that looks like to listen to the gentle whispers of your heart. And and how you sort of stepped into your growth and your evolution. Yeah, I love that, the gentle whispers of your heart. So I would say that the biggest learning for me with following your intuition and listening to your gut and hearing those gentle whispers of your heart is that you can't rush the process. Mm. Um, Like this whole journey of teaching yoga and owning the studio and being so immersed in power yoga Canada over the last decade. And then just slowly kind of my teaching evolving and changing and living abroad and studying with different people and um, the many reasons which we'll get into why the boathouse is different than the studios in the city. I always kind of had that gentle whisper happening like Maybe this isn't a fit for certain reasons, but I, I wasn't ready until I made the choice pretty mm-hmm. recently to rebrand, to make that choice. Like you, you really have to 
give yourself the time to move through the process and feel all the things that you need to feel and understand the choice that you're making um, before just like taking that leap. But you'll kind of know when you're ready to take the leap, I think, if you give yourself the time and the space to figure it out. I love that. Like just giving yourself the time because you did have a stent. And for further context, for those of you that don't know Power Yoga Canada, Jen Dwyer owned Power Yoga Muskoka, Power Yoga Canada Muskoka. And as she mentioned, rebranded to her new, um, the Yoga Boathouse, correct? Am I saying that correctly? The Boathouse Yoga Company. The Boathouse Yoga Company. Thank you, Jen. Um, and it is, it is always a process and we're always trying to get to the next thing, right? Like what's next, what feels right. And what did it, like, what did it look like for you in allowing yourself to evolve? What were some of the things that you sort of said yes to and said no to? So I think that, um, a big thing for me in allowing I'll start with my teaching, like me as a yoga teacher, aside from me as a business owner. Um, You know, for a long time, I was really set in like power yoga, like that's what I teach and it's the sequence and it is what it is. And I never really branched out outside of that. Um, And I, I got so much from my 200 hour with Kinley and I learned so much from you guys that I was just like constantly kind of tapping into that same sequence. Um, And then what it really took was like me pivoting in my personal life almost to kind of shake up what I was used to with yoga and expose me to something different. So at the time, my, my now husband got a job in England. And so the plan was for me to live in England with him from September to May and then come home and run Power Yoga Canada Muskoka. And I was like, what am I going to do in England when I don't know any yoga studios? I've got to find teaching jobs. How am I going to fill my time? So I found um, a 300 hour training with Jason Crandall, who's based in San Francisco, but was leading this training in London at the time. And it just kind of exposed me to a new world of vinyasa. So it's still under the umbrella of vinyasa yoga, but just a different methodology and, and made me very passionate about different aspects of the practice that I hadn't explored before. So that kind of opened me up to, um, you know, growth as a teacher. And then I think over the years of being a studio owner and as my teachings evolved and my teachings changed slightly and I've grown, like I opened the studio when I was 23, maybe I'm 32 now. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Um, so I was like a baby, like I had no idea what I was doing. And I feel like over the last nine years, I've learned more and more and I've gotten more confidence as an entrepreneur. And it's finally trusting that, okay, like I, I can actually do this. You know, I can go out on my own and like, I will be okay. And I can, I can figure it out. Um, so giving myself that space to like try things and fail. And if it doesn't work, I can like try again. And I don't have to have it all figured out before I take the leap too. That makes sense. Yeah, I love that. It's funny, you know. I was um, I was just having a conversation with another entrepreneur that I'm coaching, and um, and she's like, I think one of my operating principles is that I will never sell something until it's completely done. And I was like, Whoa, that's a big statement. 
I mean, what does that even mean? Like, so you're never going to try something and just put it out into the universe and just fulfill on that commitment? No, I'm like, we should probably look at that. And I, so I love what you're sharing here is like being willing to, to make a statement and then be okay with it's not all perfect Mm -hmm. or that it might fail or that you might fly. Yeah. And I think that was like the risk I finally felt ready to take. And I can totally relate to the person you're speaking about because I am like perfectionist type A. That's why yoga has been so good for me. But I'm totally that person that like, I've wanted to write a book forever, never have. Why? Because it's like, well, what is it going to be about? And what, like, instead of just doing it. And um, I feel like this is not the first time, but in recent years, like this is the example of me being like, okay, I'm just going to do this and I'm going to figure it out on the way, even though I've got like an 11 month old pawing at my leg and it's locked down. I don't have anyone to babysit her, but I've decided to rebrand and change the whole business. Like, you know, on paper, it's definitely not like the right time, but I just was like, okay, I'm finally going to listen to this. It's amazing. Yeah. Whisper of your heart. And, you know, I was sharing with you before, and it's funny because I I was speaking with a photographer. I was interviewing at Blonde Coffee Bean um, a couple of days ago, and I don't know the cadence of the podcast release, but you guys will hear it. And and Maya Angelou says that courage is the mother of all virtues. And for me, like for someone, I've known you for so long. I It's so inspiring to see you, one, listening to the gentle whispers of your heart, and two, just stepping forward with such courage. What do you think has given you that? I think, I'm just gonna think about that for a minute. I think the number one thing is learning to trust myself, like to have a lot of faith in myself as a business owner and as a teacher and as a, as a human being. Like, I can do this. Whereas I don't think when I was 23, I had that, like I needed a lot more outside support. Like you were a big source of that for me when I first decided, like you kind of pushed me to do teacher training and then you pushed me to like be on the schedule. And then like, I always kind of had people around me, like lifting me up. And so I think lately the courage has come from like really finding a deep trust that I'm going to be able to figure it out and also learning that the things that I don't necessarily excel at as a business owner, because I'm, I'm a sole proprietorship. Like I don't have a business partner. So it's not like there's two brains working, realizing that the things that I don't feel comfortable taking on as a business owner, I can always reach out for support on. Whereas I think before it was like, Oh, well, I really love teaching yoga, but I don't have this huge business brain. So can I really take on my own brand? Can I build out my own business? But there's always people that can help you do those things if you're struggling with them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Team is around you no matter where you are. Mm-hmm. I love and that. I felt, um, I'll say this too, like you and Kinley have been such big supporters of me. And even in making this decision, which externally, it's like I made the choice to no longer be a Power Yoga Canada and to to rebrand to this new studio. And like I was met with so much love and support. And I think your exact words to me when I finally had the 
conversation with you or just like, how can I support you? And so it's like, I have so much support from like where I came from. And then I also have so much support from my family. Like I have a, a, a very tight knit family and they're all like business brains, like accountants and they're in sales and my husband's in finance. Like they're just so different than me, but I always have people I can like consult with, even though they're not my business partners, they like understand my business very closely. So I'm grateful for that too. Yeah. And it speaks a lot to who you are. Right. And I, looking at your community around you and utilizing your community as your support network is such a, a beautiful expression of allowing you to fully step into who you are. And I just, I love that. Like I, I think if, for those of you listening, I mean, it's pretty phenomenal, Jen, that you opened up a, your own business at 23. And what, you know, what Jen's being quite humble about is that she started her business with no one attending and she literally PR'd and created everything that was around her so much so that they actually built a whole shopping village around her yoga studio because she was attracting so many people. And, you know, that's where you're being quite humble here on this call, but there is, you started Yes, people pushed you for sure. But you know what, Jen, you continued the, the dedicated action summer after summer. And so what Jen did is she built a viable business where she worked the summer. And I'll go out on a limb and say that it was able to sustain you through the full year by working through the summer months. And that dedication, that commitment, it, it's not something you find in just the average person. And it's available in the average person. But what had you continue to have that tenacity to not stop and build, I'll say your empire, really? Oh my gosh, that's so funny hearing you say empire. It's like the, the humble girl in me is like, what, an empire? Um, <laughs> but I would say what, what kept me going is that like I genuinely love what I do. And... Um, I love yoga. I believe so deeply in the practice and the results that it can give people the transformation that they can experience in their lives. Like I've experienced it firsthand. And then over the last decade of teaching, I've seen so many people just have like amazing breakthroughs, even if it's just like learning how to breathe, which like so many stressed out, anxious people in this world, that's what they need. They just need to breathe deeper every day. So I think that helps, like just genuinely loving what the, the message of the studio, like what I was up there to do. And then also like, I, I love people. Like that's been my big learning. Like I remember when I opened the studio, I never would have told you like, oh, I'm amazing with names or I'm like such a people person, but um, I would see all these people for like two or three months and then I wouldn't see them for nine months. And then they'd walk up to the desk and I'd be like, oh, hey, Pauline, I'll sign you in. And they're like, don't you need my last name? I'm like, Caballero. And they're like, I haven't seen you in a year. Like, what do you mean? And, and so I love that connection piece. I think those are the two things that help me just like keep showing up year after year is I love the yoga and I love the people. That's amazing. And I didn't realize that knowing people's names was your superpower. Oh yeah. Like sometimes it would freak me out. Somebody would come and I'd be like, Oh, Hey, um, Hey, like 
Kinley McCollum. And they'd be like, I've been here once, like two years ago. Like, it's really weird. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's beautiful because we don't all get the opportunity to follow our passion and we don't always stumble upon the thing that really lights us up. And it's just such a beautiful gift that you were able to do that. And for like, for the, the average 20 something that's listening to this podcast, I mean, what do you know now that you wish you could have told yourself back then? It sounds cliche, but I'm going to say the first thing that just like came to my mind was that everything happens for a reason. Like, I do feel like not to take away from the fact that I've worked hard, but the way that this all unfolded, it was like very just like saying yes to each opportunity that kind of came my way. And like my initial goal with Muskoka was to like teach yoga. I, I knew I wanted to teach yoga up there in my teacher training. And I thought, oh, I'll teach private yoga because there's no way I could ever find a space that would be affordable enough to like run a yoga studio. And then like this space just appeared. Like my dad was getting gas at a marina and saw this space and was like, what are you doing with that? We're like nothing. We want to rent it. And he came home. He's like, go look at this place. Um, so really even if you don't have the whole vision, like the perfect um, product, like what your client was talking about, you can still take like that one first step and then see where that leads. And that you're never, you're never walking down a set path that can't change, that can't pivot, right? Like if, if you go down one path, you say yes to one thing and it doesn't feel right, then you can always move in a different direction. Yeah, I love that. You know, in Pivot, there's, um, and I, I quote this a lot in the podcast, so I apologize for those of you that are like, again, <laughs> but there's the quote around choice. You're free to choose, but you're never free from the consequences of your choice. But then I always like paraphrase that with add on that and the benefits of your choice. Mm -hmm. You know, because sometimes there's just choices where you're like, dang, that is right on. Mm-hmm. That is like really following my intuition, distinct from like following what people think you should be doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, and sometimes following your intuition can like take you to places that your brain can't even dream up, right? Like if you just follow your gut instinct, like, okay, this feels right. I'll, I'll go with it. And you never know where that's going to lead. Never know where that's going to lead. It's really living into the unknown. Mm -hmm. and, and every time I think of your story, um, for me, that's what's so inspiring is that yeah, you, for me, as an outsider looking in, for me, it occurs as you were unwilling to settle in just every step of your path. And, um, and even here, you know, with the creation of the Boathouse Yoga Company, it's just an unwilling to just settle and really listening to what you're being guided to do, which is a beautiful gift that not all of us learn at such a young age. So if you can bottle that up and sell it, like I'd buy it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I'm just taking that in because I've never, I've never thought of it that way, but um yeah, that really fits because a part of it, like I, and I said this when I announced my, my pivot towards the boathouse yoga company, but I 
love Power Yoga Canada. Like I will always love you guys. And we have such a great friendship. I like, I live five minutes from one of the studios. I'm definitely going to be practicing there all the time when the studio is back open. Um, so it would have been so a part of me was like, it's really easy to just stay because I love them. But a part of me was like, my studio is not hot. It doesn't have electricity, let alone heating panels. Like I just felt this need to really let the brand land in like nature, Muskoka, vinyasa yoga, kind of the different direction that like my teaching is moving in. And uh, so it felt like almost the harder decision, but it was the right one, you know? Well, it was the one that's aligned with your heart, like Mm -hmm. your heart and not just a piece of it. Yeah. And that's, you know, and that's really one of the reasons why I wanted to to talk to you here on this podcast, because for those of you listening, there's some tough decisions that you're, you're simply muting out. You know, your heart is whispering something to you that your heart is silencing. And, and Jen is just such a beautiful example of really silencing and listening to what the heart is stating. And knowing that when you're in full alignment, that your whole community will support you. And it's sort of like a no matter what. And, you know, I think this is such a beautiful story. And, you know, and Jen, you're such a beautiful writer. Like, I'm really excited to see what comes next. I was sharing with Jen, after every single child, I feel like a whole other evolution of myself (laughs) happened. Like, and uh, yeah, and Jen, you're, you're a year one with your first baby. So I'm super excited to see what comes next. I know I do remember Pauline had said that to me before I had Ella. And I think I was like five weeks into the newborn phase, like sitting with her being like, like I hadn't slept being like, what was she talking about? Like this creative genius that was sparked when she had children. I'm like, I do not feel like a creative genius right now, but it's amazing how quickly life kind of the dust settles and like they start sleeping more and they're back in a routine and you do sort of start to feel like your brain works a little bit again. Totally. I know. It's so funny. Well, for those of you listening, I do hope you, if you're in the Ontario area that you go check out Jen at the Boathouse Yoga Company. And I know Jen, you're also offering classes online. So we'll make sure that we add all of that into the show notes. And um, yeah, I, I mean, what I really want you guys to think about who that you're listening is that it doesn't have to be one way. And that growth is available. And I mean, the question is, is are you listening? Now, Jen, is there anything that you want to add here before we sign off? Uh, I would say that if you're hearing a gentle whisper and like Pauline said, there's like a tough decision that maybe you're being presented with to um, listen to your heart instead of your mind, because your mind will come up with all these scenarios and they tend to be worst case about how everyone will react and what will happen. And just consider that you don't necessarily know what the reaction to you following your your heart is going to be. Because in my experience, I thought people are going to be mad at me. Like, what am I, should I do this? And all I was met with was like love and support and kindness and how can we help? So that was a big lesson for me of not letting my mind run wild with like, I know how this is going to turn out. 
because it was totally different when I made the leap. And I'm grateful to you and Kinley for that. Oh, and we're so grateful to you and really just excited to watch you as you continue to grow and evolve and you know, so blessed to have you be a part of our family. So thank you. And thank you for joining me here on Pivot Talks. Thank you for having me. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks, Jen. Bye, Pete.